and Second Corinthians in regards to the things that he would boast about versus the things that he would not boast about. And what he had mentioned in the scripture that was just read was that the thing that he would consider to boast mostly about would be about somebody who has had a revelation from the Lord, about somebody who has had a vision. And he used an example of a person who was given a vision, and he didn't know whether it was out-of-body experience or in-body experience, but it was given a vision. And he was caught up in his vision. And he was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell, which was mentioned in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 4. And in verse 5, he said, I will boast about a man like that. So what he's saying was, is that person, that one who is given revelation, who is given insight, who is given an out-of-body experience, he would boast about that one. And what he was meaning by that was to be given deep revelation from the Lord, to be caught up in paradise, and to hear inexpressible things that no one is permitted to tell. Even John the Revelator, on the island of Patmos was given revelation. Paul is saying, I would boast about a type of man like that. However, he continues on in verse 5 and verse 6. No, in verse 5 he says, I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself. That's in verse 5. I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. And that is a very powerful scripture, a very powerful statement to kind of meditate on for a moment. Kind of Ask the Spirit of God to really bring the scripture to light and to a great understanding within our heart and what Paul is trying to express and what Paul is trying to say. We go through so many trials in our life. We go through so many situations where it feels like we have that thorn in our side as Paul had mentioned in the scripture that he was given a thorn in his side that the Lord would not remove. And sometimes when we're carrying that thorn, we cry out to the Lord over and over and over again to please remove this thorn because Satan is tormenting us regarding it. He uses that to torment us. However, when Paul asked for the Lord to remove his thorn, and Satan had tormented him, 
Three times Paul pleaded in verse 8. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Why does the Lord allow us to have this weakness? Why does the Lord allow us to struggle sometimes in life? Why does the Lord allow us to have these thorns in our side? Why is the Lord allowing insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties? Why do we have to suffer out these things? We can reminisce in our mind over and over every day when we wake up what we have just experienced the day before. A lot of it has been hard to get through. And it seems like it's unfair. And it seems like we feel like we cannot go another day if God does not remove that thorn. Seems impossible to move on because the enemy knows the power behind removing that thorn. So what he wants us to do is to even abort the weaknesses, to abort the hardships, to abort the persecution. He wants us to abort it. He wants us to ask God to get rid of it because he knows the power behind the persecution in our life. He knows the power behind the insults, the hardships. And if God would just remove it, then the power of God would be removed off of our life as well. That's what it says. That's what it says. We read, read verse 8, 9, and 10 again. Paul said, three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ." Power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and in difficulties. We have to delight within what we are suffering now because in our weakness, that is when God is made strong. That is when the power of God is resting on our life. And I understand the concept of why God allows this to happen. Because as he begins to pour out his spirit upon us, and he begins to use us powerfully for his name's sake, sometimes what will happen is we'll get beside ourselves, and we'll get beside the Lord, and we begin, if we're not careful, We'll begin to take credit for what God is doing in our life. And that is a very dangerous ground to walk on. 
not begin to take the credit, the glory of God as he pours out his spirit upon us. So he allows that thorn. And that thorn, what it does, it keeps us humble. And it keeps us crying out for the Lord to help us in the midst of our situations. And it opens up the door and the avenue and the alley for God to begin to pour out his power upon our situation and to prove that he is the one and the true and the only God. And all glory belongs to him and all power belongs to him. Because it is the power of God that is poured out upon us. And this is the mystery behind this scripture. If we wonder how we, we, we wonder and we see the power of God that operates so mightily in some people's lives. So powerfully in some people's lives. And they're so heavily anointed. And God is getting them through such tough times. And we're wondering how are they doing? How are they doing it? Because they've learned to accept the thorn. And they learn to humble themselves within. And they've learned, learned to depend on God and delight in their weaknesses and delight in the insults and delight in the hardships and delight in the persecutions. And the hardest thing that we can do is to surrender to that. Our flesh fights back, our flesh fights back. I mean, we fight back more in regards to surrendering to that. But God said, no, I will not remove that thorn. Now you can fight up against it. And I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but you're going to fight up against that thorn. You can fight up against it, you can fight up against it, you can fight up against it. But God has put that there for your own good. And if you want the power of God to operate mightily in your life, he uses the thorn to expose the weakness, to allow him to come in and saturate your being with the power of God on your life. And that you know, and that all knows that everybody around you that's watching your life, that understands that you're going through, say, how are they going through? The only thing they can figure out is that only by the grace of God, only because of God's power has it gotten them through. And all glory goes to the Lord. All glory. So God will allow the thorn. So God will allow the weaknesses. So God will allow the hardship. And so what we do in the midst is what Paul said to do, which is so powerful, so powerful, is that we get on our hands and knees in the midst of our hardships, in the midst of the insults, in the midst of the persecutions. And we get on our hands and knees and we thank God for these weaknesses. And for everything that we cannot do on our own. And for everything that we are not able to do because of the attack of the enemy. We thank God for those weaknesses. And we allow the mighty power and the mighty hand of God to rest upon our life. And to saturate us with his power and with the grace of God and with the anointing of God. To push our way through these persecutions. To be able to be a conqueror and more than a conqueror. And to shine the glory of God. Not just on our life, but to shine the 
God throughout this world. So many people, more people in this world are suffering persecution, suffering hardship, and whether they are children of God or whether they are not children of God, they are suffering. And the enemy is on a rampage seeking all those that he can devour. Now, are we going to pray, fall prey to his attack and throw in the towel and say, I'm going to give up? I can't deal with these insults anymore. I can't deal with these hardships anymore. I can't deal with these difficulties anymore. I can't deal with that person. I can't deal with this job. I can't deal with these family members. I can't deal with this anymore. It's too difficult. Well, God will not remove them. God will not remove it. And no matter how much you cry out and say, remove the storm from my side. If you want the power of God on your life, if you want, if you want God's power to rest smiley on your life, through your weaknesses. So, he is made strong. And we just need to learn how to thank him. And humble ourselves. Get rid of every prideful issue that we might carry that stops us from being able to receive the thorn that's in our side. Get rid of all the pride. Shake it all up because pride will be your worst enemy when you're trying to walk through your weaknesses. Pride will be your worst enemy. Pride is a spirit and it comes to annihilate the power of God in your life. It's very powerful. I'm speaking prophetically to somebody right now. Pride is a spirit. And pride comes to annihilate the power of God that rests on your life. So when you are dealing with situations that you cannot deal with, when you are dealing with these insults, these hardships, these persecutions, these difficulties, tell that prideful spirit to leave you alone. Get on your hands and knees. Ask the spirit of God to help you. And to empower you to get through all that you are walking through. And he will. And the more you cry out for him to remove that thorn just as well, he did not remove the thorn from Paul just as much, he will not remove the thorn from you. Sometimes he tells us, no. You will stay in that fire. I'll be with you, and I'll create such a powerful impact in your life because I'm with you, but I will not remove you from that fire. Now, Lord, I pray right now for all those that are, are really struggling with this. They're struggling, Lord. They're struggling. They're struggling. They're struggling. They're struggling. And they're about to say, just forget it all. Forget it all. I don't want to serve God, they're saying. I don't want to follow after the Lord. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to deal with that person anymore. I'm giving it all up. Forget it. I can't deal with this hardship. I can't deal with these insults. I can't deal with this persecution anymore. I pray for that one. I pray for that one right now, Lord. I lift them up to you. And Lord, I ask that you empower them right now with your, your strength. And your weak and their weakness so you make strong. Empower them with your strength. 
Empower them with your strength. Fill them. Fill them with your power to walk through this persecution. And let them come out more than conquerors. Through Christ Jesus their Lord. Now Lord, I thank you that you give them peace. That surpasses all understanding. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Because your grace is sufficient. I give you praise. I give you glory. And I give you honor, Jesus. For answering this prayer today. For filling your people with hope. For filling them with strength. For filling them with joy. Because the joy of the Lord is their strength. Pouring out your grace upon them. And empowering them. To be more than conquerors. I want mountains to I give you praise, glory, and honor, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Oh, uh-huh.